welcome to this week's sermon from C3 Church Narara. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Chris Brown. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net. We are doing this series on faith, and Ruth and I have been out and about this week um, as roving reporters, interviewing some people with stories of faith in different areas. Uh, Now, the first one you're going to see is with Adam Puller, great young man in our church. Uh, Now, watch out for the, well, how can I say, slightly less than professional uh, camera work. Uh, because our our cameraman, or, or should I say camera person, not trying to give away the gender there at all, uh, you might see a hand notion of like five minutes to go, or whatever, and you know, just hopefully that's not a distraction from the content, which is fantastic. And then after that, Ruth sat down with Adam's wife, Maddie, and she's got a wonderful uh, uh, testimony about uh, healing. Uh, and so let's listen to these interviews. And, uh, and you'll be really blessed. Fantastic. Hey, church. I'm with Adam Puller in his beautiful home uh, with a wonderful painting right above us. Can you get a shot of that? That is a seriously big painting. And um, Adam, tell us about the painting. Uh, this is my, my duo. Um, it's a duo. It's a painted duo. by the famous Chris Dewar. Which is my brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, Chris's wife, Amy... Sister to your wife, Maddie. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, Adam and Maddie have got three beautiful kids, and um, we're talking about faith uh, in our series. And I wanted to talk to you, Adam, about how you came to faith, mm-hmm. how your faith in God really developed. Um, and we're going to have an interview with Maddie about uh, her uh, healing testimony, which is yes. really exciting. And how her faith was, you know, strengthened in that way. So, Maddie came from a Christian family. How long have you guys uh, been together? Um, we may have been together for thirteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, we met in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't hold that against you. No, but you're an <laughs> AFL player. Yes, yes, right, I okay. love my AFL. Yeah, right. Um, and you got three kids. Yep, yep. Beautiful children. Um, now, uh, Riley, Jennifer, Cameron, Cameron. Yeah. Um, so uh, then you moved up to the coast. Yes. And Maddie had come from a Christian family, hadn't she? Uh, yes, she did. Um, her, her mum and dad very much uh, are Christians, um, which when I first met Maddie probably took me back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, how strong her faith was. I wouldn't say it was crazy, but it was very, uh, very direct, mm-hmm. very direct faith. Now, you said to me before, you kind of knew God existed, but you didn't really know him personally. Yeah, I sort of um, sort of grew up uh, in a, a mainstream sort of religion, sort of uh, through school, through my uh, high school years, and, and basically that's where it probably stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of moved on after that, really, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I didn't, didn't really follow, follow God after that, except probably went to church um, for Christmas. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, and then Maddie started coming to our church yes, a few yeah, years ago, yeah. 
And what do you think about that? Um, well, it didn't really affect me, so I thought, well, if it's, if it's good enough for her, well, it's, you know, it's, it's good enough for me to let her go, basically. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that didn't phase me at the time, and yeah, she was happy, so, All right. yeah. But then, what happened? Um, well, then, basically, Maddie one day invited me along, and I thought, oh, I better give it a go and see what all the, all the fuss is about, so... So I went along for my first church service and um, the, uh, the first thing that I really noticed was this, the singing. Um, there were four songs, mm -hmm. which I didn't know what was going on because we got through the first song, then the second song, and then it kept going, and the third song, and I thought, is this going to stop? And then there was another <laughs> song as well, but yeah, basically, yeah, there, there was four songs, then we had a service there. Um, and it, it, it was it was fine, you know, then we, we sort of left straight after yep. after church, so right. that was probably my first experience. Yeah, but then you came back? Uh, yeah, probably, it was about a, a month later yep. that I sort of, I, we, we come back and I was ready for the four songs this time. Um, <laughs> but Chris, you had, a, you had a word there which really, it just struck a chord, I suppose, um, and yeah, I sort of something was a bit a bit different. I, I took that word away, and then I didn't go back to church for a couple more weeks. Um, so after that, I, I, I came a good came again, and yeah. we had a um, you had a prayer yep. at the end of the service. Mm -hmm. um, I sort of I, I, I prayed the prayer, mm -hmm. um, and then it sort of opened up a little bit inside me, and then I sort of started praying a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and turning to God slightly, which I hadn't done for, for so long. Mm, so okay. that sort of, yeah, sort of stirred something inside me slightly, I'd say. And were you just leaving straight away at um, that point? You said you were doing yeah, that Yeah, so, so after, after that, that sort of, that praying and all that, I, we went out to the courtyard and there was a few guys there. I, I remember I spoke to, um, to Byron mm -hmm. and, um, to Frosty as well, mm -hmm. um, and they were relatively normal people, which was a bit strange <laughs> because I sort of had this, you know, this thing where I thought that everyone's a bit, bit strange from, uh -huh. from the, these sort of churches and all that, and yeah. they were normal, so I thought, well, yeah. oh, that's a bit, bit different. So, <laughs> and anyway, I've got a bit of a connection, connection there, which was uh, really encouraging, I, I think. Yeah. yeah, right, yep. And then uh, you said Ruth came to visit with you and me. Yeah, Ruth, Ruth come around um, probably a month, a month later, mm -hmm. and um, which was strange because the religion that I sort of grew up in, nothing like that ever happened. Mm -hmm. And um, Ruth's lovely. Um, and then actually I got saved the, the, the time she come around, which was really, really something for me because I, um, I wasn't expecting it. So she led you in a real prayer yeah, of we, commitment. Yeah, we, we had a, a commitment prayer and um, yeah. we prayed the Lord's Prayer. Yes. Um, and then I actually left for work pretty much straight after that. And I just sort of felt, I don't know, this, this lightness and I felt different driving to work and there was mm. something there was something that was sort of stirred inside me. I, I think that, that there was a change there I sort of noticed, mm. which, um, which I hadn't had maybe ever or, mm -hmm. or, or, you know, years and years, so mm. that was... Mm, awesome. Yeah. And then how would you say your life now is different to 
how it had been a few years ago? Um, so I got I got baptised um, through church um, with really good support. The difference is basically the, the family that I have, my church family now, which is really a special thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I suppose the big difference that I have is that I, I really walk with God now. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I can, I can turn, turn to Him in times of, you know, when I'm sort of down or I'm struggling or I need help with something. So He's sort of, he's sort of always there for me, mm. which mm. is, uh, I really take encouragement from mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that great to hear? Uh, well, the kids are around here. Can we? Yeah. Come on, bring in the kids, hey, and uh, we'll get a quick. Hey, Riley and Jennifer, are you there? Mate. Where's Cameron? Come on, your little brother. Go and grab your brother. Is he around? Look, say hello to everyone at church. Come here, Jen. Come on, Ken. Say hi to church, guys. Come on, Say hi to church. Hi. <laughs> oh, we might see Cameron with Maddie on the other end of it. All right, fantastic. Thanks. For sharing, Adam. God bless you. Thank you. Hi, so I'm here with Maddie Puller, one of the awesome people in our church. And it's very good to see you, by the way, Maddie. Thank you. <laughs> and um, we're talking about faith, and Maddie's story of faith is just so good. I thought it was worth hearing again. I know we've heard it, but it's such a good faith story. I wanted to hear it again. So it begins uh, over a year ago when Maddie had her third beautiful child, the gorgeous Cameron. They have very beautiful children, these two. Thank you. And, and Maddie was hit by something after the birth of that child. So just tell us, Maddie, what happened? So after Cameron was born, it probably would have been maybe a week later, I sort of noticed that I was crying all the time and had a real heaviness and sort of realized that I had a bit of postnatal depression. And over the next couple of weeks, it just got continually worse. And, and it's pretty bad, I hear. Yeah, yeah, it was, I was consumed by it. I couldn't sleep. I had completely lost my appetite. I had stopped eating. I uh, was crying all the time and just felt incredibly disconnected from um, all the kids, especially Cameron. Yeah. And just couldn't. Which you'd never had before, it. so this is really. No. This is, yeah. No, weird. I'd always been a very sort of upbeat, positive person, mm -hmm. and I'd never had any issues with any of the other kids. So it just completely knocked me off my feet yeah. and, yeah, just consumed by it. It was horrible. <laughs> So what did you do? You've been saved for a while at this point. You've been in church. So what did you do? I went up for prayer after one of the church services. And I remember standing there crying to you. And and you just said to me, what's, what's wrong? And I said to you that I have postnatal depression. And straight away you looked at me and you said, no, you're fighting um, postnatal depression and you prayed for me and you said that you could really sense that it was this heavy spirit on me and that it was something that I needed to fight and you um, said that you really wanted me to start jumping for joy so in that, in that moment I remember standing there just at the front of the church just jumping wow. up and down just trying to claim that joy wow. 
Wow. But not feeling it at that point. Not, no, definitely not feeling it at that point. Just wow. remember thinking, I will do whatever you tell me to do. <laughs> I love that. Did you hear that, guys? Like, just Maddie going to God, going to church, going to God's people and saying, I'll do whatever you want me to do. So, so then... So then you come home and you're not instantly healed. And what did you have to do then? You told me to get some scriptures. So I had two really good scriptures. One was, um, with God will gain the victory and he will trample down our enemies. Right. And the other one was the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so I wrote down those scriptures and I put them all over the house in this. every room you could not escape it <laughs> and like a stuck on the walls yeah I had them stuck on the walls I had them stuck on mirrors I had them um we have a mirror at our front door and I had them all over that mirror so whenever I would leave the house they were there on the bathroom so mirrors and I just said them all the time and the kids knew them so I would be on one end of the house and I'd just be you know get that horrible feeling and I'd say oh with God we will gain the victory and then Riley's yelling in the background and he will trample down our enemies oh, bless him. <laughs> so you love that yeah so I really just focused on those and also God really spoke to me um, with physical things so I remember just standing out here just praying and there was this kookaburra in front of me and it was just getting swiped and come at by these other birds and it just stood there and I, God was saying to me in that moment like you've just got to be like the kookaburra you were getting swiped and you were getting hit but you just need to stand your ground good and and you did have an appointment with the doctor so what did, and what did that what happened there so I went to the doctor and um, he got me onto a psychologist and <laughs> he got me onto a psychologist. So I actually went to my first appointment and um, she asked me what I was doing because I was feeling a lot better and I told her that I was just praying and listening to worship music. I love and it. she looked at me like <laughs> I was very <laughs> looked at me like I was very strange. And um, and I never went back to another appointment. Wow. wow. So awesome. So you've got the word, you're hearing from God, you're worshipping. And then at some point, like, tell us how, what, what sort of finished off, how did you get to a breakthrough point? So I was going for a walk and I was crying and just desperate. I was just calling out to God to help me. And I remember turning a corner on a street and seeing a kookaburra at the top of a light Love post. It. And just in that instant, my whole mindset changed from crying out to God to, oh, I've got to praise God. I've got to praise Is this because of the kookaburra? Like, yeah, I just... they laugh or... Yes, yeah, it was just, it was just on the, it was standing sort of majestically at the top of this light person. It looked so calm and so strong. And yeah, I just thought, I've got to claim that victory already and praise God for the victory that I had to believe that I had. So praising him before it had come yes. about. And so in that moment, I changed the music that I was listening to on this walk to really upbeat praising God songs. And 
I was singing and dancing on the street, on the street <laughs> walking it. past people. There were cars and I was just singing and dancing. Like, oh, I just, it was incredible. It was incredible. And in that moment, I could tell that something had changed and something had lifted off me. And I just spent the next few days just praising God every every second every time the feeling would come back I would just praise God wow. and after a few days of that it completely lifted and it was incredible oh I love this testimony Maddie just did everything right it's such a great testimony and well done you because just everything was wonderful if you listen to the elements of that testimony and how she had a breakthrough and she had victory with you know God's people with God's word with worship with praise she just did everything right and you know we talk about faith and it works we do get the victory so well done Maddie can we have can we see are there any of the kids here there's little Cameron oh, Cameron's there there he is <laughs> there is little Cameron come and say hello to mommy oh there he is yay still in his jammies there he's still in jammies <laughs> and here he is joy of joys I know hey Cameron I know. isn't he growing all right everyone see you later wow isn't that fantastic Two great examples of faith in action, of of everyday faith. And uh, firstly, you know, that initial belief, that trust in God that Adam was talking about, that step into a relationship with God by faith. And and then, of course, the healing uh, in Maddie's life for that very real uh, condition that, that was looming large in her life. And... Uh, you know, I made the point a couple of weeks ago when we started talking in this series on faith that we've all got faith, that uh, we all have a choice then to exercise our faith and direct our faith. And of course, we should choose, therefore, to direct our faith towards God, to decide, yes, I'm going to trust God, to flick a switch, if you like, of that faith machine on the inside. Just say, yeah, I can... I can turn that on. It's our, it's our choice. It's our, it's our decision that we've got to make. And imagine if Adam and or Maddie hadn't made that choice, hadn't decided to turn on their faith or direct their faith towards God. Because, and that's easy to do. A lot of people do that, even Christian people. Just when it comes to the crunch, that we're called to faith, but it's easier just to walk by sight or rely on our own senses. Adam could easily have just kept going through life, nice family, good job, providing for his wife and kids, just living on his own. Yeah, not a bad life, but living without Jesus, living without the purpose that Jesus brings into his life and living without a hope and a certainty of a home in heaven, facing a very uncertain eternity eventually. And of course, it's not just a home in heaven. It's not just eternal life way down the track when we die. The eternal life that we get from God starts now. And so he now has life with purpose and a relationship with God. And uh, he said in that interview about that weight of sin being lifted from him just like uh you know the pilgrim uh, in pilgrim's progress that john bunyan wrote that great story um and how he had this uh weight of sin and they, he writes as if it was just a, a pack on his back and then the sin gets lifted off when we come to christ well that's 
based on his decision and on what God has provided. And those two put together means a wonderful new beginning in life. That's what the Bible says, that we have a, a brand new start when we commit our lives to Christ. And maybe that's for you. Maybe, you know, uh, you've never prayed that initial prayer of faith to commit your life to God, to start a relationship with God. You may be a very nice person uh, and some people might consider themselves Christians because they're good people or because they live in a so-called Christian country or maybe they attend church. Well, of course, that's not the essence of the Christian faith. It's really about a relationship with God and that starts by faith and accepting who Jesus is. And you may not understand everything. There is a sense of a step of faith. But when you do make that step, God will meet you. He will reveal himself to you. And you will get to know him as your Lord and Savior. And so I want to encourage you, if that's you, to pray a prayer of commitment to God. And uh, we can help you walk through that and see what that means in your life. Now, uh, the other story, of course, uh, of Maddie's, uh, wow, again, she could easily have not decided to put her faith in God the way she did. She could easily have been one of those people who just keeps living with a condition that, that weighs down on them, that they just accept and assume they can't do anything about. It's just, all right, well, it's, it's not really going to go anywhere. I just have to manage and cope. But no, no, she, she decided by faith to deal with it because God promises victory in that area, breakthrough, healing, blessing. And so, and she showed that faith. Notice how she showed her faith. I love it. She listened and learned from other people because she said she came out for prayer and I think she said something like, you know, I felt like I had, I had this condition. And Ruth said, no, you don't have it. You're fighting it. There's a difference. And so she could easily push back and said, oh, no, no, you don't know what what I'm talking about here. Oh, no, 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 no. I've really got it. It's, it's my identity. Don't tell me I don't have it or that it's not a big deal. Or, well, of course, that's not what Ruth was saying, that it's not a big deal. But there's a, a clue there and a key there of dealing with something by saying, no, no, it's, it's not part of me. It's not something I'm going to own. It's not going to define who I am. I'm going to fight against it by faith and be set free. And so she learned and listened. Ruth, I think last week, preached about being specific with our faith, but also being submitted to the Word of God and the ways of God, and sometimes the people that He brings into our life to grow in faith and to deal with things. And so she did that well. And then notice what she did with the Word of God. She put her faith in God's Word. And again, didn't just push back where she read promises of victory or healing and thought oh no no god you don't understand no no she got the word of god and then she activated it by proclaiming the word of god now, that's a real clue uh, you know smith wigglesworth that wonderful famous preacher and apostle of faith he said this faith is an act and i've always remembered that i thought what a great statement it's not just a belief system it's not a a, a sort of a passive kind of thing no it's, it's alive. It's active. It stirs us to action. And so Maddie acted on her faith for healing. And she sang. She was singing and shouting and speaking out God's word and God's promises for healing and victory. And so what about you? What do you need to address in your life by faith? What has God promised 
that you can take a hold of, stand on, step into and see something change? What has the enemy maybe tried to throw over you that you need to shake off? Or what kind of action or activity or behavior is God calling you to to show your faith? Well, let's just not do life on our own, do life without faith in God, without inviting him in, without following him and trusting him. Let's lean into him by faith. Amen? Come on. That's what Jesus exhorted us to uh, in this famous passage. I'll finish with this. Excuse me. I can't make that joke. You know, when preachers drink water and they go, oh, it's such a hot day and all you people out there, you don't have any water. Mm." You're probably at home. You could be drinking a pina colada for all I know. Well, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, hopefully, maybe just orange juice. Now, Mark 11, uh, this is this famous passage. Listen, the words of Jesus, have faith in God. Did you hear that? If you do nothing else or hear nothing else today, listen to those four words, have faith in God. They're the words of Jesus, a commandment and a commission and a calling on our lives from him. Have faith in God. And then he said, truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins. (laughs) I love that bit. (laughs) Don't, Don't ignore or avoid that. That's challenging. Let's make sure our hearts are clean before God and then he will help us as he forgives us. We also forgive other people. But let's do what Jesus says. Let's have faith in God and let's speak out our faith in God over our circumstances and see the victory that he promises come into our lives. We hope you've enjoyed this week's sermon. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net.